This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Merchka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch, where first-time users with an order of $20 or more use that promo code I'mFat20 to save 20%. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, and Jay, we should just say this right off the top mostly so you don't get in trouble happy birthday to your wife hope it is hope's birthday today sunday august 15th her social security number is oh no i'm sorry as i'm, <laughs> as I'm sharing personal info on the podcast her favorite pet's name was <laughs> right exactly uh no yeah it's hope's uh birthday i will not reveal her age because i you know when you get old rick sometimes mm-hmm. you forget ages including your own have you yes. i don't think you're that old yet where sometimes people are like jay how old are you and i'm like 40 Oh, no, I've done that. I have 100% done that. I think once you turn, well, especially 40, it just doesn't mm-hmm. matter anymore. It's just Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like for me, mind you, I just like I turned 35 in April, but like I really like stopped caring completely about like age stuff then. Yes. Hope is in her her low 40s, her early 40s. Let's let's just say that. Uh, and very excited. I'm going to a place I have no business going to tonight for Hope's birthday, Cabra. It is a Stephanie Izard restaurant, and I've been looking at the menu, and I'm like, well, I don't know what half these ingredients are, but I'm going to mm-hmm. try it. Because everything nice. I've had from Stephanie Izard has been amazing, and I'm just going to... It's going to be one of those nights where I trust the process and yes. just sit down and say, <laughs> these three things I like. So I'm going to assume that a lot of the other stuff I'm going to like, too, and yes. I will be very, very happy. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials. I'm Fat Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon. We have our T Public Shop. Always good sales going in there. So make sure you check that out. The link is in our bio. When you order from T Public, make sure you use our link. By the way, someone ordered a huge order from T Public this week. Really? On our account. Nice. Didn't use didn't buy any of our shirts, but just bought a ton of stuff on T Public with our hey, link. I think works they bought for us. Yeah, I think they bought eight or nine shirts. Wow. And somewhere it was like one was like a Van Halen shirt and one was like a Blackhawk shirt and they just Ooh. used our link. To, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Dan McNeil. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just used our link to uh, to search for shirts and found what they liked and and we got some we got a little kickback. So we appreciate that. What else we need to say? I think that's everything, right? I think we fit everything yeah. important. Yeah. Make sure you got the Doctor Squatch uh, promo code. I'm Fat Twenty. I know Rick mm-hmm. said that already. All right, here's where we're gonna start. Um, everyone, watch the. Uh, the Sox and Yankees feel the dreams game, which was, yes. I think the first time I've ever seen, seen anything universally praised. Everybody yeah. thought that was awesome. Even if you don't like the movie, that was an awesome event. Mm-hmm. But if you watched, you were inundated with the Chevrolet apple pie baseball thing. And the Guy Fieri 
Guy Fieri. How, how do you say it? Fieri? You're Italian. Um, I mean, barely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, but barely in terms of function. Right. I think I'm like a quarter, which is as much as I am of anything. A ravioli. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he <laughs> says Fieri. Okay, Guy Fieri was making these apple pie hot dogs, okay? And they were all over TV. It was like the big promotion to go along with this event. And I got the like embargoed press release like months ago. Mm-hmm. So basically, Guy Fieri takes a, a hot dog, lays it on pie crust, makes it like a square, you know, with it's got mustard and it, it looks kind of decent. Yes. If you're into mustard, which I'm not, but whatever, I would try it. So about a week ago, I get an email with the score from this guy like, hey, would you like to sample the apple pie hot dogs? I'm like, well, yes, I'm a fat person. Yes. Of course I would. Yes. So show up to work on Thursday and there's this giant, huge box, huge package waiting for me at the front desk. And it's got, you know, Chevrolet apple pie. So I know like, oh, my God, this is it. So, yeah, this is probably 8 a.m. I see this thing, open it, and I unbox it, <laughs> and everything is room temperature. <laughs> like, oh. They didn't use dry ice to send it. They probably assumed, like, okay, if this arrives at noon, he's going to be at the office, and he'll just open it and have it then, but I leave every day at, like, 12.15, and yeah. it arrived after that, and it just sat there overnight, and everything melted, mm. and I said to Bernstein, I go... I'm not, I can't eat this. I'm going to die. Like it's been sitting out. He's like, I'd eat that. If I was interested in it, I would eat it. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> going to. That sounds very like, Bernstein. Yeah. I need you to do a show and I need me to not die. So I'm just going to throw these out. But thank yeah. you anyway uh, for sending <laughs> the apple pie hot dogs. I was kind of bummed out. I was looking forward to trying them. And I just, they were like individually wrapped in like uh Ziploc. Not like, you know, the kind you buy at the store, like an industrial strength Ziploc bag. Yeah. But, like, the hot dog was in there, and you could see, like, the sweat from the entire thing. And I'm like, yeah, this is just not going to be edible, I don't think. No. So I I hard passed on that. And I know, like, the salt is a big preservative on on it, and it probably would have been okay. But I just, I don't know how long it had been there. And that's, yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Like, the ice pack wasn't remotely cold. Mm. Like, if there was a little bit of coolness remaining, like, even a little bit. I might have tried it, but it was yeah. just completely room temperature. No, yeah, I, I think you, I think you made the right call. As painful as that had to be to look at it all and know that you weren't going to consume it, yeah, it was tough. Probably for the best, you know. Yeah, yeah, the show, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, life and family. But really, I mean, what would we do at the podcast if if you weren't here? So yeah, exactly. That's the thing, and and really, we got to have our priorities in order. So exactly. So fair enough. But you did bring up salt as a preservative and uh, wasn't a preservative in this case, but there was a a big controversy around salt this week. (laughs) Yes, there was. (laughs) In episode one of Hard Knocks, Jerry Jones is at a desk having breakfast. Okay, he got a McGriddle. Cool. Jerry Jones. Yeah, like almost normal ish person having a McGriddle for breakfast. Got you. And then he goes full serial killer and adds salt to his McGriddle. And I'm generally in favor of, you know, Hey, if you feel like you need salt, add salt. 
but not there. And, well, also, if you, uh, feel... I'm trying to think if I've ever heard of anybody salting a McGriddle. It's amazing. And he did the old pre-salt routine, where he didn't take a bite and say, "Oh, this could use some salt." Right. He said, "Before I take a bite, I'm going to sprinkle this with salt, and I need to go back to the film." Mm-hmm. But I believe, instead of opening the sandwich and salting it. Jerry, yes. like, salted the area he was about to bite. Yes, he did. Yes, which makes me think that he probably does that for every bite. Yes. Now, my mom is a pre-salter. Okay. And I don't understand it. Like, she loves the uh, burgers at Portillo's. Mm-hmm. So she will order a burger, open it, and salt it. Like, that is the last thing in the world that needs salt. Yeah. I don't know. It's because she maybe because she's uh, she's been a, like a lifelong smoker and she's done a really good job of like toning it down. Ah, uh, so um, needs like to add as many things that'll make the flavor pop as yeah, possible. Yeah, her taste buds might not be as strong as they used to be. Um, but I'm like, oh my God, you're doing. You haven't even bit, you haven't taken a bite yet. You don't, you don't even know what it tastes like and yet. I, yeah, and I I will say, and I'm pretty sure I've said this before. The Portillo's burger is so underrated. I never get it. It's really I, I I never really get it either. But it's a really good burger. I'll have to try it. I'm I'm gonna have to because I've heard this now from several people over the last week or so. How and mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. It's just random. There hasn't really been a reason for it. But my mom loved it, and you love it, and like I think two or three other people have mentioned how good it is. I I gotta try it. I just I get so set in my ways. Yeah. Oh, so believe me. Same here. Yeah. Like I, I'm so, I'm very if I'm. Because I even, I, I called it. I said the Portillo's was the best chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to Portillo's still, I get hot dogs and fries. Yeah. I, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten the chicken sandwich like maybe once or twice since we like had the conversation about it. Right. But yeah, it's most of the time I'm getting a jumbo fries and a drink. Right. Or if I am very hungry, two jumbos, fries and a drink. Well, you know, they're skinny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not like the, it's not like it's a square of meat. Well, this it's actually uh, a cylinder. This this uh, segues nicely into a live read, so I'm just going to do it. Uh, I am also guilty of this at Marishka's, where even though I tell you all the time, there's a million great menu items. Every time I go, I get the poor boy. Every time I go from here on out, I will get the poor boy. I'm getting <laughs> the poor boy. They might as well for me only have the poor boy on the menu. They may as well just hand it to me as I sit down because that will be my order every damn time but everyone that's been there with me says everything else is really good and i believe them i really do but i just love the poor boy that damn much but you should go to marishka's and find out for yourself they're located in crest hill 604 theater street they're family owned and operated since 1933 what more do you need to know a place has been in business and running successfully for that long they're doing something right they're doing everything right at marishka's so go try the poor boy the steaks are there the chops the seafood the burgers um, they've got great fish, um, the mountain of onion rings, the double baked potato. It's all fantastic. You'll love it too. Marishkas.com or facebook.com slash Marishkas. Go visit Joe Zadralovich and his family out there in Crest Hill. Then they will treat you like family at Marishkas. But man, if you've never been start with the poor boy, but try something else. Don't be like me. Be better than me, which isn't that hard. <laughs> yeah. My, my, da- my dad's old way of motivation. Do you really want to be like me? Yeah. Hey, it's that hits home, man. It does. <laughs> it, it really does. We were talking uh, last night. When we went to Ravinia. Mm-hmm. We were to, we got there early because we wanted we had lawns. So we had to get a decent seat. 
And uh, I'm talking to Hope. We're talking because we're going to Florida in March for Hope's grandma's 100th birthday. Oh, nice. And um, we're kind of trying to plan it. Like, we're going to drive. Maybe if we take a couple of days on the front and back, we can make it like a Nashville combo trip or something. And Hope's like, you know, Addie, like, she shouldn't be missing a ton of junior high. She's already off that Friday and that Monday. I'm like, yeah, but junior high. <laughs> I like, heard myself. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe if that hadn't been my philosophy through, mm, I don't know, college and beyond, maybe yeah. I'd be a little more successful than I am. So, yeah. Maybe we'll just do the Florida trip and call it a day. But it's it was it very much struck me in that moment of, yes, I do not want my daughter to have my life. My life is good. I'm not complaining. But I'd like yes. her to not have to, you know, worry every month. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that that, that would be nice to not have to uh, not have to deal with. Right. Uh, you know, so far we we mentioned the the uh, Field of Dreams game. And Jerry Jones with Hard Knocks starting up another topical thing that just started up, or at least that's just popped onto our TVs. And mind you, now it's like inundating our TVs as the Little League World Series. And this is just a quickie, but shouts to the to the Hawaiian team, and specifically, as I'm probably gonna butcher the, but, uh, butcher the name Kaishu Harrison. Who, you know how they always ask all these kids, you know, a few questions, then they'll put one of the answers like underneath their statistics and stuff in the little like lower third when someone uh yeah. when someone steps up to the plate. When asked favorite subject in school, only person I have ever seen just own it and say lunch. That's see, that's amazing. That that is just knowing the reality. Because that's everybody's favorite subject. Yeah, it's just, it's just nobody's willing to say it. And it, well, it's not really a subject, but I like the fact that he's like, "Screw you, lunch." And after that, recess or gym. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something where I can have fun and not think. Mm-hmm. Again, dooming my daughter to a life like mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, a tip of the cap to Kaishu Harrison for keeping it real. Yeah, and honoring lunch. Is he a fat kid? Can you can we say no, that? No, not fat. He's not a big Aldelia. No, no big L <laughs> although probably enjoys hitting dingers, but judging by judging by the uh, the tone here, not assuming there are many to be hit, also hitting eighth in the lineup. So, oh, you know. yeah, uh, more of a defensive specialist, if you will. Probably. OK, well, if he's in a Little League World Series, he's got to have some sort of ability. Right. Yeah. So good for him. By the way, I mentioned I went to uh, Ravinia yesterday, so I threw out on the I'm Fat podcast page. Uh, and my own Twitter, like, hey, where should I go? Because I usually, when I'm in Highland Park, I go to Once Upon a Bagel. It is one of my favorite places in the world, mm-hmm. and we just missed it yesterday. They had ju- they had just closed when we got there. So um, put that out, and our guy Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic is like, the place to go in Highland Park is Michael's. I said, okay. So we're walking around Highland Park just trying to kill time because we got down there pretty early. We got down there around 4... Like 4.30-ish, and the show is at 7.30. Oh, okay. So we're like, let's just walk around, kill some time, and then we'll head over. We had parking at Ravinia, which I highly recommend. Oh, my God, that was nice. First time in my life I've had that. So we're walking around, and we actually were about to make our lunch plan. And as we're walking, I see Michael's. And there's a ton of people outside eating. They've got the telltale sign, the wrought iron painted red picnic tables you know what i'm talking about yes like the almost like the red metal mesh for lack of Mm -hmm. a better description i'm like well this place is good they have the red and white umbrellas like i guarantee you the food here is good 
So walk up to the menu and it's huge. They're not letting you go in, which is really cool. Like they just brought the food out to you. Okay. Giant menu of like your standards. You know, they got char dogs and they got, you know, cheese fries and whatever and steak sandwiches and, you know, the whole nine for like your average beef stand. Then in the middle, they had this uh, like um, special section for potatoes, like, like baked potatoes, which is something you don't see very often at a place like that. And I was like, I mean, this sounds like really fascinating and delicious. Uh, they call them specialty spuds. So it says dry mm-hmm. butter or margarine and your choice of cheese, cheddar, Swiss, American or low fat mozzarella, plain potato, cheese, potato, bacon and cheese, potato, sweet potato, broccoli and cheese, potato, teriyaki, chicken, potato, Popeye potato, which is spinach souffle and a veggie potato, which we won't even acknowledge. Right. Um, and I wanted to get one, but I'm like, is this a meal? Is this a side item? And the prices were like somewhere in between. Like they're like $3.99, $4.99, depending on which one you got. So I kind of backed out. I kind of wussed out on it and didn't. I just went with the basic hot dog because I'm the worst. I mean, I understand. I I, I, we, I mean, we were just talking about being creatures of habits. So if there, if you are in that scenario where it's all new, I can understand wanting to go with something that you still know for the first time out just to get a baseline and then maybe there's next time then you go a little crazier on the menu and i was definitely told by fishbane to make sure you get the cheese fries okay and they had like melted merck's cheddar Ooh. oh yeah and it was like you know they can't get it to melt like nacho cheese because it's not like chemically built sure. to be melty cheese but it was so good and so thick. And I also got that on my char dog. So it was like the cheesiest nice. day ever. And then Addie was like not into it because she's like, this is not the right kind of cheese. And my hot dog mm. has poppy seeds. And I'm like, so who cares? Right. I remember when I was a kid, though, like poppy seeds like freaked me out. I don't know why. They, they don't do anything. They just add a little texture, I guess. Yeah, they're just there. They don't taste like anything. But she's like brushing off every poppy seed and she's scraping the cheese off here. Listen to this. And I have to throw her under the bus on this. I'm sorry. She's 11 now. She's game. <laughs> and we've heaped a lot of praise on her. On yes, we have. She didn't like the, the I don't know if she I don't think she liked the texture of the cheese. OK, it's not what she was expecting. Sure. So she's taking my fries. OK, scraping off the cheese. Oh, no. and then giving the fry to hope. I mean, I know it's Hope's birthday week, but those are my fries. And Hope also ordered cheese fries, and she had her own. Why does she get the fries? Mm. So adoption, right? That's like the only option. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's, I can't think of anything. I mean, it's a lot of hassle, a yeah. lot of paperwork. Yeah. I mean, can't you just like drop kids off at the firehouse? Isn't that a thing? A lot less paperwork that way. <laughs> I mean, you're wasting gas. I can put her in a basket and float her down the river (laughs) (laughs) and hope that someone finds her. I could have just left her in Highland Park. I mean, that's true. And a nice, wealthy family would have picked her up and taken care of her. And she'd probably have a better life. Or she could have become a roadie with Willie Nelson. I mean, that would have been that would make me proud. That would offset. I have to say, by the way, for a guy who is 88 years old. Mm hmm. To go out and tour is remarkable. Yes. To be able to, like, he still can't perform at the same level he did. But 
he sounded better last night than I've heard him sound in a few years. I think because the night was perfect, like it wasn't real humid, Mm -hmm. wasn't real hot. And what he's doing now, now that his son Lucas, who has got some stardom of his own, he was in, um, what the hell is that movie? With Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Uh, A Star is Born. uh, Yes. He was like in the band and that, and he's also had some commercial success of his own. Now him and Willie, it's like a two to one ratio, Willie and Lucas songs. Okay. So Willie gets a little bit of a break, and Willie played for an hour. He played from nine to ten, and that was the show. You heard all the hits. You heard a couple more. He told a funny story or two, and he was gone. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) hey, man, 89 years old, you're here. Right. And I said to Eddie, I go, you know, it's you got to remember this. You don't know when the last time you're going to see him is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is Willie going to die? I'm like, I didn't mean I just mean he might not tour anymore. Like she should be like, <laughs> I mean, look at him. I didn't mean he's going to die. I just mean he's he's not. He's might decide when he's 90. He doesn't want to go on the road anymore. Right. When he looks like he could be a stand in for the raisins that did the commercials. He's very raisiny. But yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, though, he sounded sounded better. Than, I've seen him probably in my life half a dozen times. Probably half mm-hmm. of those have been within the last five or six years. And there have been a few nights where I'm like, Ugh, he sounds like he sounds rough, like he's struggling a little bit. Last yeah. night, he sounded great. He just was in as good a voice as I've heard him in forever. And it was great to see him. And uh, the crowd was awesome. You know, was, I'm always there was my first concert experience since covid. And most people were super respectful. There weren't any masks, really, but people yeah. were keeping their distance on the lawn and, you know, kind of yeah, the, the fact that it's outside definitely helps. Yeah. Matters. And I think the Ravinia crowd is, you know, I think those yeah. are the, the, the I would t- I would think they would trend vaccinated. Right. Mm-hmm. It felt that way. So anyway, it was a great night and uh, good to see Willie looking as good as he did. I, like every time he comes out, I'm worried, you know, because I think he was on the yeah. Grammys a couple of years ago. And was really struggling with his breathing. Like, I know he had mm. some lung issues a while ago. So now he has because he's switched to edibles now. He can't take in the weed anymore, mm. which is so sad. <laughs> if there's anyone, if there's right. anyone who like misses that, it's Willie more than anybody. So anyway, it was awesome. It was a good night. And I drove out to Highland Park in my Mazda from Mazda of Orland Park. 708. 708- 444-3200. See that? See that segue? That was good. Mm-hmm. Professional. Yeah, I saw a lot of CX-5s. A lot of them newer than mine. Surprising uh, when you're out in Highland Park. A lot of new models you'd be... You'd, it's, uh, other, yeah. other cars, too. But yeah. uh, great trip. Easy peasy. Hour there, hour back. Couldn't be more comfortable. And uh, I love my 2015 Mazda CX-5. Looking forward to upgrading within the next year or so. And when I do, I'll be calling Eric at Mazda of Orland Park. 708-444-3200. Visit MazdaofOrlandPark.com. Check out their selections. See what they have to offer. If you're just kind of like you think about starting the process of buying a new car and Mazda's been one of the brands you're considering, just give Eric a call. He's not going to pressure you. He's not going to push you. He's going to help guide you. Take a car for a test drive. See if you like it. Uh, it is a full service experience at Mazda of Roland Park, and that's why I will be a customer for life. I think if you try them out, you will be too. So call Eric, 708-444-3200. Okay, so speaking of cars, this past Sunday, so yeah, this past Sunday morning, so almost a week ago, or over a week ago now, uh, I wanted to clean out my car because at the time I thought I was going to have to bring my car in because it was, you know, it was acting up. Now I have to, I'm going to be bringing it in this week. But, um, so I cleaned the thing out for the first time in the, in a while. And for fats, that can be an experience. (laughs) Were you able to like plate a combo meal? (laughs) 
not quite. Elements, yes. Yeah. So just things for as often as we eat in our car, either because we're busy or because of shame and you don't want other people seeing you eating either A, what you're eating, or B, how much you're eating. Or both. Or both. Uh, things that I found in my car while cleaning it. All right, I'm keeping a list. Okay. Uh, number one, a sweat rag that I didn't realize had fallen under a seat. Okay. So that was one thing. So that's getting washed today. Still wet? No, thank God. <laughs> Very okay. crusty, but oh, not that way. Are we sure jerk. it was a sweat rag? Yes, it was a sweat rag. <laughs> There's other things you do in your car because you're ashamed too, Rick. <laughs> I have not done that. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, Let me tell you about course. the CX-5. For, no, never mind. <laughs> I recommend leather. The reclining um, seats are wonderful. <laughs> Get those windows tinted. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, not shocking. Probably the first thing most people would expect. Definitely found a couple stray fries. All right. How many? That, you know, get over under five. Uh, under actually, right, it was good. like three or four well, or something like that. Because you value a French fry and you're not going to let one fall. And yes, if one hits exactly. the floor, you're going to grab it and eat it. Right. No yeah. French fry left behind. Okay. That's always my philosophy. Uh, napkins. Because okay. sometimes I'll just keep extra napkins in the car just in case. Right. Good. That's just being um, smart. But then there were a few stray ones that were either on the floor or some, you know, somewhere out of sight. The one that surprised me the most, an unopened straw. Ah. That so, tells me you had a drink in the car already. Okay. And you just like switched straws. Yeah, like either that or maybe it was a situation where the place normally gives you a straw in the bag, but then they also gave me a straw like when they gave me the drink, maybe? Oh, could be, could be. Or a day you I'm ordered not... two beverages. I've done that before. Yes, mm -hmm. been there. Uh, Might have done that last night when uh, when I uh, got Qdoba. Mm. Could have happened. Well, it's spicy, oh, by the, uh By the way, tried the fiery habanero salsa mm -hmm. from Qdoba really good is it legit and hot it is legit hot but it's it's not like ruin the taste of everything else hot good it's just like yeah it's like kind of like, like sits in the in the in the back of your throat type hot to okay. where it's it's not overpowering but like it's hey there's a decent amount of heat here however you can also taste the meat and the all the junk that you get put into the burrito. Not to tie your so, Qdoba story into Chipotle, but have you had sure. their hot salsa? Is it hotter? About the same? Um, I have not had their hot. Salsa. I have to say, for a place that's such a popular chain, that is mm -hmm. legit hot. Like it's it, again, it's it's not killer. It's okay. not like a you know like a, something you'd prank somebody with. Sure. But in terms of fast food heat, that's about as hot as it gets as far as I can. That's not a wing place, obviously. Right. Yeah, that that's that's probably about how I would describe that salsa Kidoba right. is that for a fast food place, it's hotter than I would expect. But it's also with the word habanero in it, uh, not the hottest habanero type thing that I've had. Yeah. So, right. Although I do miss my salsa roja still. Uh, that's a, a very, very qualified replacement. And I, I did try the, uh, what was it called? Like the jalapeno verde, like salsa thing. Yeah. That is a little creamier. And actually almost, if you just look at it in the burrito, it almost looks like uh, just a slightly looser guac. Oh. 
Yeah. All right. I'm. I, I don't have a Qdoba near. The closest Qdoba is ten miles from me, um, mm. in Merrillville. And okay. and I actually I'm not without Jest. I actually do. Sure. I'm interested in the things you're describing here. Um, okay. Boy, there's like none near me. Yeah. Like I I would love to know, like what happened. Like it, I wonder if because they closed a lot of them at like one time, if it was they tried to hold off as long as possible and then just said screw it and closed a bunch, or how that ended up working. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's like. Some of the changes they're making now, like obviously I was fine with it before, but I feel like the the different things they're offering now are things that would maybe open it up a little bit more to people who were skeptical. Could be. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if people are skeptical. I think it's I think part of it is availability. And mm-hmm. I know I like to joke, but like the gap between Chipotle and Qdoba, whichever side you're on is not is not vast. Right. But I think people just chose Chipotle for whatever yeah. reason. Like they just won maybe because of uh, location. Like, I, I feel like Chipotle is one of those places that's really good at location. Yes, like they there are. always seems to, to be one where you want one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's not too much space between them. Yes, they they, they have a net. And it, remember, I don't know how this works now, but early on, they were, I don't want to say owned by McDonald's, but kind of like managed by the McDonald's company. Like okay. it helped them launch or whatever. Sure. And I think McDonald's is very similar where you're like, you're never too far from one. Right. Like, you know, like if I drive a mile in any direction, chances yes. are I will eventually come upon a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And and that's just I think they have some sort of strategy that works that way where they're easy to find and are never too far apart. Chipotle has seemed to sort of pick up that that sort of a thing, too. Not as yeah, frequent as McDonald's, fair. but no. But still, I think everybody now lives within five miles of a chipotle yeah i think that's pretty fair yeah so i think that's that i think that could be why they won just availability yeah no that makes sense yeah it's not like either of them are bad or anything like that right uh oh yeah but yeah so those are the things that i found in my car okay that's not oh i I was expecting like a full deep dish pizza (laughs) oh no (laughs) like you just forgot about there's one thing that (laughs) every fat has gone through this you have moments of inspiration of being like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to at least get myself slightly less fat. So one thing that's also sitting in the back of my car, however, I know it's there is a scale. Oh, it's just sitting there. Yeah, I've got one in my office here. It's it's literally dusty. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it was one of those moments where I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of room between being considered fat and where I am now. So you know what? I could, you know, stand to to slim it down a smidge. But uh, yeah, no, I, I bought the thing and then I don't remember why I didn't bring it in immediately. And it's been sitting there for probably like six weeks now. All right. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to weigh myself. Hang on. Oh, boy. God, here we go. Okay. Well, uh, I hope this uh, Godspeed. Well, Although, to be honest... All right, you want to guess? That's how close it was, by the way. I've already weighed myself. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> no editing, people. No editing yeah, there. That's, no, it's no literally, editing. I can look at it from where I'm standing. Um, God, I'm, I'm really bad judge at this, so... I'm, I'll give you... You're going to be uh, you're gonna be upset with me. <laughs> oh, is the first number a one? No! Oh, hell okay. no. What okay, is it, What good. is it, third grade? Okay, okay. I'll say uh, like 227. Okay, I'm 241. Okay. Yeah, I'm still fat. Don't judge me. 
Jerks. Well, I mean, maybe it's just like seeing you next to me. You don't seem very fat. It's just the picture. It's because I'm standing in front of you or something or behind you oh, or no, something. Oh, no, no. I'm not even saying that. Just like in general. You also have what? like a significant amount of height on me. Yeah, that's true. I always forget how tall you are. I don't know why I like, you know, maybe because I'm more focused on your width than your height. <laughs> just because <laughs> that's the nature of our relationship. Very true. <laughs> but uh, every time you come out, I'm like, damn, Rick is tall. You're a tall yeah, person. Like six foot six one. Yeah. Well, something like that. I'm sure. My, you know, that, that's actually not that tall. Um, but my dad, my dad is the same way. My dad is six feet tall. Mm-hmm. And people talk about my dad like he's six five. Okay. I think he just has long legs. So he appears taller to people than he actually is. And okay, so maybe part of the reason people don't think of me as tall is because I'm long torsoed. I have shorter legs. Same. Yeah, me too. That's why shirts are an adventure all the time. Yeah, like even <laughs> even if I wasn't fat, I would need the big and tall section just because I have the longer torso to wear like a right like a standard length shirt is going to be fine for me when I try it on, but after I wash it a time or two, it's going to be short or like shorter than I would like. So, then you add in the fat that, you know, the shirt has to get around. Yeah, and then and it's just like it just becomes a pain with shirts. I talked a couple weeks ago about how I ordered the homage shirts and I mm-hmm. had to do the XL because I'm just swimming in the double X. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna, I got to be careful not to wash, like, not to dry these, right? Like if I dry it, right. it's going to be too small. I accidentally dried one mm-hmm. and it did shrink a little and it is right at the line between okay. too small to wear and perfect. So yeah, it worked out. I can still wear the XL homage shirts, but um, I've gotten a lot, like Charlie the Bacon guy gave me a double X this week. Did mm-hmm. you get one of those from him? It, that is also yeah. gigantic. Yeah, it, it's so weird with shirts. How is this stuff not standardized? You would think. You would think there'd be like some sort of math. You know what, though? It's kind of good that it's not because if the standard became too small for Jay and Rick, then right. we'd be screwed. At least yes. at least with this, we know like, okay, well, this certain brand of a double X fits me correctly mm-hmm. or whatever. Like there's a really good brand of a lot of like rock bands and like, podcasts and stuff use this shirt. I think it's called Canvas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've heard of that. It's a really good brand, and it's a really consistent double X. It fits me perfectly. Mm-hmm. So if I see on a website that that's the shirt I'm ordering, I know that it's going to fit me right. And I'm more likely to order if I know it's that brand. Yeah, like uh, the homage shirts, I, I've had, I have a few of those. So now I understand how those fit. Right. And like I got tipped off by, uh, by our guy, Chris Tannehill, about hey if you're going to order from there order a size bigger than you normally would because they skew small see i i'm thinking it's the opposite i think they've changed something okay because my i have a cub shirt from homage that's a double x mm-hmm. and it fits me perfectly and then i ordered the grateful dead one and an nwo shirt in double x like months month like maybe almost a year later probably and i'm swimming in them hmm. still after several washes and dries too so I don't know, maybe something changed. I know I did lose like 10 pounds, but that shouldn't be enough to make like a like, I feel like my neck and this is uh-huh. something I'm very conscious of, like the back of my neck showing. Yeah. Because as a hairy guy, your barber yeah. only shaves your neck so far down. Yep. And I hate like the tufts of hair sticking out the back of my shirt. 
Yeah, that's why like I appreciate uh I was so happy that my guy Slim came is back and I can go back to him because for one thing he does a good haircut and like trims up my beard good, which is much needed because I am a moron when it comes to like trimming my beard but he also is like very cognizant of that and like will take that that line a little bit lower Mm -hmm. than i feel like than the standard uh haircut would so i definitely appreciate that because i then i'm able to be a little less self-conscious about the the back yeah good call i should uh i should request that or just like get a wax strip and just have hope do it like happy birthday wax my back um (laughs) speaking of beards real quick i know we're getting we're getting long here we got a ton of questions to answer Mm -hmm. um what is with andy dalton's beard yeah like it's like he's like i'm gonna have a beard and like no i'm gonna have a goatee but then like halfway between deciding he wanted the goatee change his mind and just stop shaving if you haven't seen it picture like a full beard Mm -hmm. and then where the goatee would begin start like two stripes like halfway down like to the line of his lips. Yeah. So there's like these notches between a, the goatee part of his beard and his beard. It's very strange. It kind of worked for whatever reason. It kind of worked maybe, but it's yeah. weird. And by the way, I had this conversation with someone, uh, Andy Dalton, the rare, mm-hmm. very handsome ginger. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think his jawline definitely helps even though his like tufty beard is like kind of covering it a little bit, but now, having like a slimmer face, mm. ki- I think kind of works with him. <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. My big fat head. Oh, you think I know? Oh, dude. Hey, do you know what's almost as bad as shirt shopping? Huh? I went into lids. Oh, dude. <laughs> and I, I love the uh, the new era, like the official baseball hat, right? Yes. And I have to get the low profile. But mm-hmm. even with the low profile, like one in 10 of them fit me okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to get a bear's hat with the old B, like the script mm-hmm. B. I love that. I've always yeah. loved that logo. And I just grab all the hats, the low profile with that logo in my size. I'm like, one, nope, cone head. Two, nope, square head. Three, nope, I look like Fred McGriff. Four, no, I can just go on and on and on. And t- <laughs> like someday I'll find one. And I can't just go online and order one. Yeah, because every hat is different. I'm just going to go back to the dad hat. Like the what do they call it? The franchise or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, I hate the. I have one that's a cone head hat that I just can't bring myself to wear because of because of how annoying it is. Just how like how far in the front at like that peak that it just sticks out. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice looking hat. It's a South Carolina uh like in the University of South Carolina colors with like the cross SC like they have for uh, for the baseball team. And it's a really cool looking. It's a nice fitted hat. Mind you, I bought it before looking at the back of it and realizing that it's like go Cox on it. So there's uh, that. Did you even get the dude bro hat from the 90s where it just says <laughs> Cox on it? No, I didn't. Where everybody in high school had that hat. Yeah, when you're all wearing it. It's not creative, right? So, th- so there was that part of it, but hey, you know, I'm not a smart man, well, yeah. so I didn't, I didn't really look at it that close. Oh, uh, I had my first, I finally went, was able to get to Rainbow Cone. Oh, nice. And I went, th- so I went there, uh, so my sister-in-law texted me and said she wanted to bring my niece out because that the one, the new one in Lombard is the one closest to them. Uh, they live out in St. Charles. So they're like, hey, do you want to meet up? And I was like, yes, absolutely. So, uh. 
the three of us ended up going there and it was it was an experience because i didn't quite know what to expect outside of deliciousness Mm -hmm. so they both so uh my niece got cookie dough my sister-in-law got the uh the actual like rainbow and then i got or and then i got cookies and cream so we all kind of like tasted each other's stuff a little bit you know it was like yes we all have cones but we also have spoons um so we did that and one thing i don't understand and by the way all of it was delicious yeah incredibly delicious totally get totally get the rainbow cone thing how do you eat that outside quickly because because yeah it's so (laughs) soft i mean that is you can't get the large if you're going to eat it outside because that is a race against time it melts super fast did you have like the little plastic handle with the yes. with the side with like the bowl on it yes <laughs> yeah you need that their ice cream does melt really fast so you know just eat it fast but for oh, those darn. outside of the chicagoland area who don't know mm-hmm. what rainbow cone is uh they've been around for over 95 years and so a rainbow cone is what is it one two three four five flavors orange yes. sherbet mm-hmm. pistachio palmer house which is like a cherry like a cherry vanilla maybe uh, strawberry yeah. and chocolate. Now those are all individual like half scoops stacked up on each other, and that's the original rainbow cone. And why these things work together, I don't know, but it has for ninety five years, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you have a bona near you, they do sell slices of rainbow cone cake. So if you really want to try it, you've got the opportunity, and I would recommend it. It's really good. It's hard to convince people that a rainbow cone is good. Especially kids, because they're like, ew, pistachio. But somehow, the entire thing works perfectly. It is such a good yep. ice cream cone. Yeah, it, it, and I do think having the cake like that is a genius idea, too. Mm-hmm. Just because it's another way to eat it that maybe will take four seconds for it to melt instead of three. <laughs> it did melt very fast. I will. You're yes. right about that. You're right about that. All right, you ready to uh, ask some fats? Let's do it. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our friend Charlie the Bacon Guy. Here he is with our weekly bacon report. Hi there. Your bacon flavors this week are maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, jalapeno garlic brought to you by the I'm Fat podcast, buffalo, and ranch bacon. I also still have some of the sample flavors available in half pound increments. Caribbean Jerk, Honey Chipotle, Raspberry Chipotle, and Sazerac. The Dr. Pepper sold out very quickly. I anticipate a larger batch coming in the next few weeks. For bacon jams, we have the original, the bourbon, vanilla bourbon, habanero, peach, and just for funsies, peach bourbon. What's another excuse to cook with alcohol? Don't forget about our hockey jerseys, shirts, stickers. Let's have a great week. Eat lots of bacon. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Back to you, boys. Oh, that all sounds awesome. Make sure you order your own bacon from Charlie. Instagram, DM him, Charlie the Bacon Guy. Email charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. And he's on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. We just had BLTs, Rick, with the buffalo bacon. Absolutely mm. fantastic. Then I reheated the buffalo bacon for breakfast. Even better the second day. I don't know how that works or why that works, but there's got to be a reason absolutely delicious so charlie is based out of woodridge illinois obviously the purveyor of bacon and bacon jams always a nitrate and nitrite free product all naturally cured applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon shipping 
and the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. If you live in the Western Burbs, he can deliver to you personally, or you can arrange to meet somewhere in the middle. Charlie will make it work for you. And like we say every week, pro tip, if you're ordering from Charlie, like, oh, I'm going to give it a try and order a pound of bacon. With the flat shipping rate of $15, you're going to want to double that order. You're going to love it. You're going to, I mean, even if you don't, if you're the one person on earth who's like, this is not for me. I do not enjoy amazing craft bacon. Give the other pound to a friend, but just you're going to save in the long run by ordering more with that flat shipping rate of $15. So make sure you do that. Again, order Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, email charliethebaconguy at gmail.com or on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. Rick, we've got several voicemails and several Ooh. emails, so let's get right to them. Hey, Jay and Rick. It's Brian from Glendale Heights, calling in from Myrtle Beach. With the humidity down here, Gold Bond is your friend. I don't know why <laughs> Gold Bond does not make a run in the March Fatness Contest. But anyway, thank you to Rick first to uh, for the River City Cafe recommendation. Mm-hmm. We went there on the first night. Uh, great atmosphere and burgers, so well done there. Went to Zaxby's and Bojangles. Uh, Zaxby's first, uh, similar to Raising Cane's. Uh, with their chicken fingers, uh, uh, good, good chicken fingers, their sauce is, is, is good. Uh, they got seasoned fries, they're digging the seasoned fries down here. Uh, the toast sucks though. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Zaxby's has more on the menu than Raising Cane, so, uh, tough not to. Oh, so two things. Down here. <laughs> uh, Bojangles just went there once, had oh, their chicken dude. sandwich, uh, again, seasoned fries and, and the, the drink. Bulberries. Um, nothing to write home about, uh, again, uh, but again, uh, did not uh, try more on the menu. So the that's uh, incomplete grade. Went to a place called Simply Southern Smokehouse. It's all you can eat Southern barbecue and Ooh. soul food. Oh, uh, no bad a words there. A couple of locals recommend this place and um, it was very, very good. <laughs> a lot of you guys are on the podcast because uh, when we walked in and in line to get the Near a buffet, there's a couple of uh, local uh, local sheriffs sitting at a table. So I thought of you guys and I chuckled. And I, uh, some of you, you guys said it or uh, tweeted it once that you know a place is good when the local cops are eating there. And I politely told them the same thing that uh, they got a kick out of that. So uh, very very good place <laughs> and for the price. I think it was no, it uh, sounds white. fifteen bucks a person while you can eat. And lastly, uh, went to the Pelicans game. Cubs, a low A uh, team, low level team. Uh, did not try this, so I failed you guys here. My apologies. But they had a deep dish pizza burger. It was uh, mm. two six inch deep dish pepperoni pizzas that acted as the bun. The bun? Oh. With a burger in between. <laughs> so I thought I'd uh, <laughs> point that out to you guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? But anyway. Uh, Thanks for all that you do with the podcast, and we'll catch you all down the line. That, okay. So, what? okay, yeah, that, th- this is what we're talking about. This is what we were trying to avoid with the I'm Fat Burger was just like, here's a bunch of gross stuff mashed together. Two six-inch deep. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. That's that's dumb. But the reason he didn't have as great of a Bojangles experience, didn't have the Bowberries. Yeah, that's listen to the podcast. The, Rick will hook the, you up. The the bowberries are so good. 
I'm I'm very happy that uh, my friend Andrea's boyfriend Kevin got those and was like, dude, you have to have these. Otherwise, it's not a real experience. And I did, and my life has not been the same. Remind since. us what the bowberries were again. It's essentially a biscuit made with blueberries in them and then glazed with icing. Um. Yes. Yes. If you saw that and didn't order that, that's a failure. That's a yep. massive failure. That's on you. You're on vacation. YOLO. All right, here's the next one. Hey, Fats. It's Long John Silver's Kyle. Yeah. Well, I'm here at uh, exit 26 off uh, 94 on my way to Michigan in Indiana, and I'm in the Long John Silver's parking lot, and it's no longer Long John Silver's. It's uh, Namaste India. Um, needless to say, oh. they do not have chicken planks. Um, the funny thing is the restaurant is still the same building, but it's painted dark gray and white trim, some beige. It looks good. Red everywhere, no. except the little tower at the top. They didn't paint or change, so it's still the blue and yellow of Long John Silver's, <laughs> and it kind of makes everything just really sad, I suppose. Um, well, I'll give you an update at exit 23 when I stop because it's the only one I know. Get to your Long John Silver's soon, fat. It might be too late. Oh. Mm. Bye now. This, this oh, is, that was still going. Okay. I, I'm i really bummed by that because this yeah. is where Long John Silver's is headed, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, people just don't try it, and it's become a punchline. Much the way Kmart was destroyed by the movie Rain Man. Yes. Um, and the way Coldplay was destroyed by the movie 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yes. Um, this is what's happening with, with Long John Silver's. It's becoming a punchline, and people are like, I'm not eating there. You're missing right. it. It's absolutely delicious. And right. most of them now are combo places with uh, like some of the other Yum! brands. Most of them are either KFC or A&W are the ones I see most often. Mm-hmm. But if you're ever at one of those and you think of us, just order a piece of fish and try it or order a chicken plank and try it. And I promise you, you're going to be like, okay, this is good. And their fries are fantastic. The fries are like, I, for, I think for lack of a better comp, they're double fried, but they're amazing. Long John Silver's, like jokes aside, Long John Silver's yeah. is awesome and it's horrible for you. Maybe the worst thing you could possibly consume <laughs> but it's so well, that's damn coming good. from us. That's coming from us. It is so damn good. And if fish is yeah. not your thing, the chicken is really good too. Like a chicken okay. plank is. How can I describe this? Think of like the width of like. So if you were to put like two McNuggets long ways side by side, okay. So mm-hmm. maybe like maybe like three or four inches wide, and probably like five or six inches long of yeah. just white meat chicken. It is fantastic. It's fantastic. I promise you. Long John Silver's okay. is so good. So I like to start like a save Long John Silver's campaign, like in Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo, where they save the community center. Yes. I'm going to have to save the Long John Silver's franchise. So it's funny that you mentioned like the other like things that got ruined by like something else in like pop culture or whatever. Yeah. And it's just so funny because I remember the Coldplay thing. So it was like, it was essentially, which is so ridiculous to be like, I don't want to catch the gay so i'm not gonna <laughs> listen to Coldplay. like the most ridiculous thing you could think of. right it's just like but that that joke killed Coldplay. it's crazy it was a super popular movie anytime you mentioned Coldplay, someone would say that line to you mm-hmm. and you're like well okay and i you know i don't love Coldplay, but 
their first couple records were fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, there's nothing wrong with that either. That's the whole point. Ah, shut up. All right. Yes. Voicemail time. Hey, you guys. Hey, it's Aurora <laughs> Jones. Uh, I just want to chime in on your uh, Chipotle thing. Chipotle. The best thing about Chipotle nope. is not a place. At least pre-pandemic, haven't been in there, but you can get as many napkins as you want. You can take it like about a month's worth of napkins out of there. The food is trash, but what? Hey, <laughs> I win. We're in a pandemic. Another thing, it's pronounced Kessel, not Kessel. So, out of all the millions of your followers. I'm very disappointed in your um, Hispanic pronunciation. What? One more thing. What? Joe's making uh, stuff up. The last one you had, uh, someone say that the messiest food in your car. Well, I have like two puppies, so mm. it doesn't matter. I, I, I like Taco Bell or whatever. All you got to do is throw them in there. They love you forever. <laughs> Goodbye. I love Joe. <laughs> Joe's Joe. Just, first of all, he's just making stuff up. It's right. Chipotle. It's pronounced queso, not queso. No, it's not. It's pronounced queso. And just throw your dogs in their car to clean it up. They're going to eat your oh, rag, Rick. <laughs> that, that would be not good for anybody. Oh, my God. That's... That was amazing. Uh, I was sending Joe a shirt. I'm sorry. I, it's just too yeah. funny. It's and he would wear it. <laughs> it really is. I just like you know the best part: free napkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a month's worth of napkins. Uh, so good. That's so funny. I don't uh, care if it's real or a bit. It's <laughs> it's a great bit if it's a bit. It's one of those like where it's too it's too good to be a bit. Like there's two, yeah, that's it's too true. perfect to be a bit. We can both picture him. Uh, like you, yes, you can, you can picture who that guy is. Definitely, you yes. like he's one of those people when you see him walk towards you, you know what his voice that's, is going to be. Yes, <laughs> or or he's going to have some sort of like really odd complaint, like a yes. very oddly specific complaint. Oh, I love. <sighs> he's definitely at the auto show. There's no oh, doubt. A th- I'm pretty sure I have a picture of him still on my phone from that one year. I think we're picturing the same guy. Yep. Hi, this is Christy, a fellow fat from McHenry. Duh. And after listening to your last podcast, I want to give you another recommendation for why you should come to McHenry other than the um, waffle cake fries. The Epic Deli has excellent sandwiches. And my personal favorite is the Rick Grimes. But all of them are wonderful. Enjoy your trip all the way up north to McHenry. All right. This is the third person, Rick, that Mm -hmm. has mentioned Epic Deli since last week. Yes. So we've been discussing potentially Mm -hmm. making a trip to try something. Mm -hmm. And as I look at this place, it uh, it is very tempting. A lot lot of useful-looking things. The Rick Grimes, which he mentioned, Italian beef, mozzarella cheese, bruschetta, ooh, balsamic reduction, and Parmesan croutons. Oh, my God. Oh. That sounds good. I'm just going to pick one randomly. The Apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ham, pepperoni, salami, pulled pork, capicola, capicola, bacon, pepper jack, white barbecue sauce, and topped with creamy coleslaw. You lost me a coleslaw, but I'll still try it. Right above that is the Cheeto Witch, which is ham, roast beef, extra cheddar, mayo, lettuce, tomato, topped with Cheetos. Then they've got the same deal, topped with Doritos. That's oh, a Dorito Witch. I, I, the one right below the Dorito Witch, the Colossus. Italian beef, bacon and cheddar mashed potatoes, brown gravy, cheddar cheese, and frizzled onions. Oh, my God. That is absolutely what I'm getting. And served on a toasted sub roll. Yes, that's it. That If we go, that's what I'm getting. Let's do okay. this. Let's find a day. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Holy cow. The Strange Brew. Italian beef, cheddar cheese, bacon, french fries, brown gravy, topped with the same fresh Wisconsin white cheddar cheese, curds, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Rick! We're gonna have to do like a like a small plates situation yes. where we order like three of these and just cut them into quarters and just yes. go to town. Oh my God! That's, yes. Okay. Yeah. Epic Deli. You are. Uh, we're gonna find a way. We're gonna. Oh my God! I'm looking. This at menu a, keeps going. Rick, scroll all the way to the top. There's a picture of something. <laughs> it looks like a quesadilla with beef and mozzarella sticks. I need to reach out and to these that, people. Is that Jardinero? Rick, we've got to go here on a sales mission. Oh, my mission. God. We've got to, Maybe this they will have be... Jerk fries? This oh, is, my God. This, this, this is going to be the first I'm Fat Podcast approved letter I send in hopes this, of securing... They have an entire section of chimichangas. Well, there's three of them, but still. They also have... They have paninis named after the cast of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Always Sunny. The Frank Reynolds... The yeah. Charlie Kelly, the Frank Reynolds chicken, Frank's buffalo sauce, blue cheese dressing, and provolone. Um, the Wookie Foot, turkey, pepper jack, avocado, red onion, chipotle mayo, and jardinier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here All we right. go. We're going. The Deadpool 2 chimichanga. <laughs> Italian beef, Italian sausage, green peppers, provolone, pizza sauce, mozzarella sticks, and mushrooms. Get your mushrooms out of here, and then we're good. Served chimichanga style in a deep fried wrap with a side of pizza sauce. Yes. Okay. This is next for us. Yep. This is this is on the this is on the yeah. That my, oh my god! Holy cow! Deep fried candy. I just scrolled. I saw deep Wait, fried what? candy with no description. <laughs> just what the hell? <laughs> oh what is, oh! I thought of something really quick. Okay. This would be like a two second mention. Shouts to whoever stocks our company kitchen at work because Jay, did you see what's up there now? No. Hundred grand bars. Oh, nice. They have the best chocolate bar in the world now stocked up there. So the sound you hear is me getting fatter. Oh, it's like a. And then if you deep fry, if I, if now could I pull an Addy and bring hundred grand bars to Epic Deli and have them deep fry them for me? Yes. I, okay. I just I just love how vague like the entire menu is completely detailed and then it's right. like also deep fried candy. Yes. Like you can't just leave me hanging like that. What is that? All right. And they have monthly specials. I mean Yeah, we gotta we're gonna go yeah. here and we're gonna say you need us and we need you. Let's do yes. this. Even though we just gave them like five minutes of free advertising. Okay, fine. Yeah, pretty much. Next voicemail. Hey Fat. Um so I just took my lunch at work and I was driving to go get some chlorine at the local pool store. Uh, just to get Hopefully that not for lunch. There's a Culver's right next to it. So um, even though I'd already eaten my lunch, I uh, decided to go to Culver's and 
Nice. You know, I was gonna intended on getting the um, butter burger back like I usually do, but I was intrigued by their spicy chicken sandwich, so I went ahead and pulled the trigger on that. And uh, so I was just gonna give you a review. Um, it's just not up there with Burger Kings or Popeyes. There's no sauce. The chicken itself is actually pretty good. Um, very spicy, but not too spicy. Um, but having like no type of sauce on it just didn't, just didn't hit for me. And they put way too much lettuce. I mean, a little lettuce is too much, but they put, you know, <laughs> Imagine a whole getting lettuce. on there, it seems like. But just wanted to follow up, you know, with the chicken wars and say Culver's was, was okay, but not up there with the best. So, uh, love the podcast. See you guys soon. I think that's uh, that's probably accurate. It's not like in the top three or four, but it's it's still very good. Remember before the chicken wars when we were like, man, that's like one or two or something like that. Yeah, like, that was a thing. But uh, the thing that I do get barbecue sauce and put some of the barbecue sauce on it. See, I don't do it, barbecue it, sauce on spicy chicken. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I want the spice that they have built in to 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 come through. And I feel like sometimes putting barbecue sauce on it will squash that a little bit. No judgment. I can I, I no, I can understand that, but uh, in the in the specific case of Culver's, that's not an issue. Okay, I will try it next time because their spicy tenders are good too, and it's the same chicken, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, we got one more voicemail. Okay. Please forgive me, Fats, for I have sinned. It's been way too long since my last call in. Hi, Fats. This is Southside Butt Rash, Carolyn. Hey. A couple of things uh, to report here. I did feel a little bit called out, and so yeah, first, you were. I did not take my bacon winnings and run. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Second, I did uh, do some travel um, to. I was in a hundred and six degree dry heat. Nope. And Ugh. this fare is much much better for avoiding the swampy butt rash situation. My official vote is for the one hundred and dry. Versus the 80 and humid. Yeah. Um, and finally, please be cautious. In a recent attempt to avoid the butt rash back here in humid Chicago. Oh, no. On a day I was going to the batting cages with my boyfriend. Oh. Prepared myself with my powder on the old buttocks before going out swinging. Mind you, I was wearing swishy pants, nice and loose, elastic waistband, feeling comfy. Swing the the bed a few times, and I'm told that I have, by my boyfriend, that I have some powder on my butt. Well, I was thinking it was just a couple of, like, you know, loose spots. No, 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 no. As the video showed later, a whole... Probably like almost like a plate size, <laughs> but of of whiteness oh, coming through the sushi no. pants. Um, oh, no. So that's that. Oh. Cheers. Oh my god. So okay. I, oh, so so the way I'm so, so, many so questions. <laughs> I, for one thing, first and foremost, feel awful for Carolyn that that's the case. With that said, I imagine like. If, if I was the boyfriend in this situation, when we were safely, like, not in the public setting, 
uh, the first thing I would do is act like she was the bottle of gold bond and like tap the butt so that the stuff pops out. Just like, just yeah. like the, just like the top of the gold bond thing. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> or like slap her on the ass and then like rub it on your hands and get ready to bat. <laughs> like rosin. Oh my god! I feel so bad because I, I couldn't imagine that feeling being in public and I, having that happen. That's that is awful, but it's also hilarious, and that's why Carolyn's one of our favorites. But I just I have to ask, like, how much? I, well, that and like, am I allowed to ask a woman like, were you wearing underpants? Like, aren't you like? Wouldn't that? I I mean well I mean it could depend on the type of underpants I suppose this is why I wear boxer briefs I guess uh, same here I feel free to follow up uh, on or offline Carolyn if you want to just yes, email us yeah, and fill in the yeah, fill in the links fair. you don't have to share the your entire life story if you don't want to if you want to we'll share it but you know I get why you might want to hesitate because yeah. you got people like Aurora John calling <laughs> <laughs> I like that girl's butt stories <laughs> take her to that ch- chipotle. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right. Well, that I was not ready Actually, for that. John would have had napkins ready for. And, but, yes. He, see, you're right about that. And by the way, or Joe, Joe, Roar, Joe, my bad. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. On the 106 degree thing. Yes. I, I need to clarify because I, I think okay. when I initially made that vote, I just was thinking mm-hmm. like hot and humid or dry and humid or dry and hot. Right. And I. Yeah. 80. In a, in a hundred in dry heat is, is different. I started thinking like 110, 115, like it gets in oh, Arizona, okay. but a hundred I, I could do Okay, just for clarity. Fair enough. All right, let's get to the emails because this episode oh. is long. I was right, though. Ask a fat about this and that. Dick. It's time to <laughs> chat with the fats. Ask a fat does not have a sponsor. If you'd like to be one, I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Epic Deli, we're looking at you. All right, let's get to the uh, emails here. Got one here from West Loop Andy. We're going to go from comedy to not so funny. Mm. Even though I've been fully vaccinated since May, I'm in the midst of a breakthrough COVID infection that has knocked me on my ass. I can't smell mm. or taste anything. I'm in mm. fat guy hell. What would you guys eat if you couldn't taste anything? The texture sensations are still there. Okay, there's a couple ways you could go about this. Mm-hmm. You could just try to enhance things that you already like, or since you can't taste anything, try things that you would never ever try. But then you've tried, but even if you don't think you would like it, but since you can't taste it, now when people say, Oh, well, have you tried X? You can say, Yes, I have. And then they will get off your back. <laughs> see, see what I would do. Is I would try to make my taste buds work. Like, would you just like go try- give me the hottest wings you can yep. get? And that's just what I was thinking. Like, do you have? Do you start with hot and then you work your way up to what am I doing, and just see where you can start to taste and feel things again? But the question is, see now, all right, now do this experiment for us if you're willing. Do you still feel the heat of spicy food? I would imagine because it doesn't kill your nerve endings. You just don't have taste. But I would imagine if you drink something cold or Mm -hmm. eat something very, very hot in temperature Temperature sensations there or hot in spice because the spice Mm -hmm. is still going to aggravate your like the back of your throat. I wonder if you still have those sensations as well. 
So what would it be like to have like the hottest chicken wing, not be able to taste the sauce, right? But it still have the sensation of heat. That would suck. Yeah, like uh, go to fry the coop and get whatever they call the hottest. Yeah, the nine one one. Yeah, yeah. My God, I, I see. Mean, I think that, you would still point, feel might, the heat. At that point, you might just um, flush out the old COVID. I don't think that's how COVID works, <laughs> but if it, if it ever did, that would be the way to find out. Can we just inject that into our veins? Can we just do that? Can we just get some Frank's buffalo sauce and inject it into our veins? No, Mr. <laughs> President, injecting bleach or barbecue sauce in your veins doesn't work. <sighs> Christ. Okay, got one here from McDubbs. He says, hey, boys, just had a minor medical procedure that required anesthesia. If you hadn't had anesthesia before, it requires you to fast from midnight until your procedure the next day, Mm -hmm. leaving you quite hungry. My hypothetical for you is you just had anesthesia. It's 2.30 in the afternoon, and you haven't had a bite of food in over 14 hours. You come out of this procedure. You're in the car, a little loopy and absolutely starving. Where is your first meal to get you back to your normal stomach levels? Mine was Culver's Deluxe with everything, curds, and a chocolate concrete mixer. Nice. Nice. That is good, McDubbs. Um, boy, my first thought was, what can I have that's super filling? Mm-hmm. So I would find myself a big-ass burrito. That would be my first thought. Yeah, and you can't go too spicy either. If, yeah. if you're just trying to get your stomach back to sort of get it back to, to uh, you know, normal levels, don't go too crazy in terms of spice or anything like that. So I think the Culver's was a really good call mm-hmm. in that regard. And the, yeah, I think burrito, I think burrito might be the way to go or just like get yourself a pizza. Yeah, that's that's a real because then you can sort of like stop as you're mm-hmm. eating. Oh, by the way, I'm a, I forgot to write this down in terms of pizza. I yeah. tried the Vito and Nick's two frozen pizza. OK, really saucy. Really cheesy, tons of toppings, very little taste. Really? It was weird. Like I'm like, wow, this looks good. Like, I picked it up and it had some weight to it. Okay. You put it right in the oven. It was really good and crispy. I think if I added some, now that I've made it, if I add some oregano and add some um, crushed red pepper to it, it might be really, really sure. good. But just, I and, and it was one of these things that my mom buys and then she decides like a month later she doesn't want and gives to me. Um, so it may have been like in the freezer too long. So I'm going to try another one. But if you've had the Vito and Nick's pizza, let me know if you had the same experience where it's like loaded with toppings and really thick and really saucy, but kind of lacking in flavor. That was my thought there. Hmm. All right. I've got one more. And it's funny that we got this question because we sort of talked about it a little bit. It's from Michael. He says, what's a restaurant you know has other good menu items you'd love to try but never do because you're never willing to not order your usual favorite menu item? (laughs) There's so many yeah like literally everywhere i know i'm the same way like name a place like fry the coop is a great example Mm -hmm. they've got great stuff there everything i would like i only get the tenders because i got the tenders the first time they were perfect so why would i mess with it yep why would i tenders yeah medium tenders and the only thing i'll do is if i'm extra hungry hungry i'll get an extra tender that's that's literally the only thing I do, which is more of the same thing. Yeah, so, you know. But like I, we just mentioned, Portillo's. We've mm-hmm. got to go to. Uh, I got yep. a very similar place by me called Pops that has a lot of great stuff. We were talking about the breaded steak sandwich. Yes. I just get the same order every time I go. Yeah, I'm at Culver's. It took me forever to actually try the spicy chicken sandwich, and the spicy chicken sandwich is delicious. 
All right, I let, love it. Let's do it. Let's do a challenge this week, Rick. Okay. Let's. It doesn't matter. You can pick your place. I'll pick my place. Okay. Let's go to one of our favorite places and try something we've never had. Okay. That's our challenge for the week. Try something new from a standard. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that, and then we can talk about it next week. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, I think that. Wow. That we. I feel like we accomplished a lot today. Yeah, we did. So. So and over a, a prolonged amount of time too, which you know is good because it means that you know we got stuff, it's and still, we even yeah. left some stuff. We left stuff on the cutting room floor too. We did, which is uh, which is you know always a good sign. So all right, follow us on all our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check us out on Patreon, T Public as well. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate and review the podcast. Those ratings and reviews are huge in terms of you know the algorithms, in terms of getting us higher up in ratings and stuff like that. So if you're a listener, uh, by all means, feel free if you have not done it already. The old five star review and uh, and their five star rating, leave a review would be much much appreciated. And check out our sponsors: Charlie's Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Marichka's in Crest Hill, and Doctor Squatch with promo code I'm Fat Twenty for first time buyers with an order of twenty dollars or more. For Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>